news from heaven. Angels have constant visions of deep truth. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out. Stuff is cool when you learn about it. You go, go start learning about outer space and the way that the planets are and the nebulas and all that. And eventually, once you're eight episodes of the universe in, you're going to be saying, this is really cool. This is complicated yet mysterious. There's a lot going on here. And go ahead, start learning about the human body or how life operates or about ecosystems or about even plate tectonics. No offense to people who love those. Eventually, you're going to be saying, dude, there's that, that, wow, that is something. Wouldn't it be that, and wouldn't it be that amped up in the way that the spiritual side of life is organized? If there's this amazing complexity physically, you can't just have it be that it's kind of, things are sort of dumbed down once you get spiritually. It's just kind of like a, oh, like a, you know, Disney classic. Okay, everything is just simple and tidy. There's got to be some, some cool edginess to it. I feel like we're about to find that right now. And may this edginess actually manifest to you as comfort because knowing that that's going on, that there's so much complexity and force in what is good. That stuff is even if we're going to be talking about deep levels that maybe don't reach our consciousness, but it's there. And as actually, because everything's layered on top of each other, like we're going to see as we sit here and we, this is you, Okay, even if your hair doesn't look that that this particular guy looks a lot like me, so maybe I'm just talking to myself. But let's this is all of us, okay? Whatever your hair is like, whatever your head is like, you we feel like we are alone. It feels like you're alone, and the the things that are hard in life, circumstances and thoughts and feelings and everything feels like it's you up against it, and there's. Just at times, it's so bleak. There's nothing else out there. But the reality is that these deeper levels, the, the, the truth that we're going to be looking at, it's right here. Our vision is just obscured from it. And so these, when we're talking about angels and how they stack on top of each other in these amazing ways, just know it's all for the purpose of keeping us safe and protecting our lives and leading us to what's good, even if it doesn't feel like that. This is from Secrets of Heaven. This is three, four, seven, five. I'm telling you, it's a huge volume. I mean, huge work that comes in a lot of volumes, and there's just good stuff at every turn. It's so nice. 3475. Representations like those in the Word are constantly presenting themselves in the heavens, as I've already said and shown several times. So you, the Word is the Bible. That's what he's talking about. So, you know, there's some weird stuff in the Bible. There are living creatures. I'm not going to try to draw. I can't draw this stuff fast enough. There are living creatures with multiple eyes in them in the book of Revelation. There are pillars of cloud and pillars of fire in front of the children of Israel. There are burning bushes. There are, you, you know, there's a lot of fantastical Marvel superhero type stuff in there. There are visions with all kinds of symbolism in them. And while we hear those described in this one particular book, we don't, they're not popping up around for us. I mean, for most people, what he's saying is the reason why, why would the Bible contain stuff that doesn't seem to really happen in life? That stuff happens in the spiritual world. And not just occasionally, it is part of life. They're, they're constantly presenting themselves in the heavens. So what are these representations? What are they? And what do they do? One characteristic of these representations is that spirits and angels see them in much clearer light than the noonday light of the world. So they're, they're really vivid. They're really real. It's not like a dreamy, blurry, 
This is higher resolution than what we've got going on here. Uh, 24K. Another is that when spirits and angels look at the outward appearance, they perceive what it symbolizes on an inward level and further levels within that one. And here's where we're starting down that old rabbit hole. So let's say you've got a representation here. I'll draw a beautiful representation. R for representation. Okay, fine. That, that takes the magic away. Let's say it's a representation. It's some kind of cool sort of blue flame that probably means something great. Okay. Do you mind if I stay a little zoomed out here for this? No, okay, I'll, I'll go in to read it because I don't know how small your phone is. No offense. There are three heavens. In the first heaven, they see the superficial appearance of an object and perceive what it means on an inner plane. In the second heaven, they see the object as it is in its inner form and perceive what it's like on a still deeper plane. In the third heaven, they see that still deeper form, which is the inmost. You might think, when Swedenborg talks about something like levels of heaven, you might think, oh, that means here's heaven number one, and if you go up a bunch of stairs, you, whoa, look at those spiritual stairs. I'm telling you, didn't I tell you there's cool stuff? Then you go to heaven two, and then there's some more stairs, and then you go to heaven three, and it's linear, and they're separate from each other. The heavens exist in the same place. This seems to indicate the heavens exist in the same place, meaning this blue fire appears here. Let's unbox it. Unboxing the blue fire. This blue fire appears here, and around it, this is some spiritual object that some, through whatever mechanism God is placing in front of these spirits. And there are spirits here that are seeing it. Oh, look at those teeny little spirits. Um, the spirits here are seeing it. And maybe these are good spirits, right? But there are angels sharing this same space with them. It's like, uh, you know, cross sections of things. Like if you're move, if you, if you, Let's think of something majestic. Let's say there's a carrot in the ground and you take one cross section of it, then the next one you can, as those cross sections move, you see different parts of the carrot. And there are angels within this same space, within here. So this same fire that these ones are seeing here, I have to draw it to the side because that's how we have to represent things, especially in a 2D plane, even 3D where we are, but there's, there's another dimension right there where it is because this same fire that these spirits are seeing here, angels are seeing the inner level of that fire. Let's say maybe it's like a little bit, it's purple and let's say it's got some shimmeries around. Like this is a deeper level of this. This object here actually contains within it you know, these inner realities, but you can't see them as these spirits. You just see the blue. But the angels who are occupying the same space, when when here this appears to them, this appears to them, okay? And then it goes on even farther. Let's say, what's a good color? Okay, well, oh yeah, yellow. We'll say, then let's say there's a third one, which is like some kind of, this is like the actual essence of this thing that has this magnificent, magnificence around it. And there are these, you know, whatever these angels are like here, the celestial angels who can see that. You can see I'm running a little low on palette options here. But this object has that yellow layer within it, and this has it within it. But these angels can't even see that, but these ones see this deepest core. So this, and remember, these are all really 
here in the same space. So these angels are here, even though just like, just like we're here and we feel like there's nothing around us, but really there are angels right here with us. The Lord, ah, God is right here with us. But we can't tell because it's, it's within, it's within. So it is, these angels are really right here. And these purple line angels, they're not really boxes, but you get it. They're here. This object is all here, but, it, but one level, but each, what it is to be a deeper angel is to be on that next level where you perceive it and the deepest angels perceive it there. Okay, not to get crazy on you, and this isn't even in the text, but I'm going to go ahead and assert it. We here on earth are in this same arrangement. I don't know if it says one-to-one, -one, but Swedenborg talks about everything on earth. Let's say there's an actual fire here. There's are sticks below it, and then here's us. Everything on earth corresponds to something in heaven. So everything physical has a spiritual cause. Could it well be that at everything we see physical here, there's like an analog to it in the spiritual world? Like, you know, there's this, the fire that you build here has these layers within it that you don't even really see. I don't know if it's that one-to-one. -one. Again, we don't know the exact mechanism, but I think we are along this continuum. Sorry to dump something that crazy on you. Okay. Does it sound like that? multi-layered perception of the same thing that to me is like that belongs with the planets and how cool gravity is and that sort of stuff there are three heavens in the first heaven they see superficial the superficial appearance of an object and perceive what it means on an inner plane okay so they see it but they get what it means. In the second heaven, they see the object as it is in its inner form and perceive what it's like on a still deeper plane. Okay, this is cool. And this does tie in, and you know what's coming next. In the third heaven, they see that still deeper form, which is the inmost. Oh, they don't even perceive past it, I guess. What we're supposed to be doing here with our, with our sight, there's a passage in which Swedenborg says, this is what we're supposed to be doing, is seeing outer objects. So let's say that campfire I drew before. We see that, and while we're seeing it, we contemplate the deeper realities that it represents. So you see a fire, and you know correspondentially, okay, well, that's a picture of love. That's a picture of love. So I think about love while I'm seeing the fire. So, you know, the next level up in heaven, they may see love, this outer form of love, but the angels can get, oh, but that means something even deeper. And the next level, they actually see the deeper meaning and then get that it means something on the next level, and so on and so on. Mm. The phenomena that appear in the first heaven are composites of those that appear... Oh, this is another cool thing. Are composites of those that appear in the second heaven, which are composites of those that appear in the third. Accordingly, the images seen in the first heaven contain within them those seen in the second, and within these, those seen in the third. Since they are presented according to their different layers this way, you can see how complete, how full of wisdom, and how blissful the images in the deepest heaven are. They are utterly indescribable because millions of them present themselves as one particular piece of the composite whole. And this is a little counterintuitive that he'll say, within one spirit, spiritual object, there are countless heavenly objects. Actually, heavenly objects are kind of like deeper objects are like smaller and literally, you'd think it'd be the other way around, like you'd, it would take thousands of spiritual objects just to build up to one heavenly object, but it's the other way around. The, high, the deeper levels, the higher levels, the same thing, are within, there's many of them within one. And that may sound, okay, that's weird, it doesn't fit in anywhere, but it sure 
does. So you've got a hand on the outermost level. And if you're just seeing the outer level, all you see is the hand. And you can see the hand maybe, how many parts does the hand have? One, two, three, four, five, hand, wrist, six, seven, eight, forearm. So let's say there's eight parts of it. Oh, let's add the fingernails and you know, uh, let's say that there's like 13 parts, whatever. Let's say there's 13, let's, let's be generous and say we can really count down and get the knuckles and all this stuff and say there's like 25 parts. Okay. But if you could see deeper within this, let's say you could see past the skin, suddenly what's going on here? You've got this outer shape. Oh, oh no, fingers, whatever. But there's all these muscles, right? What seems like one thing, the wrist is actually so many bones here. Each of these fingers has multiple bones in it. There are tendons all over the place. Right, there are so, how many muscles are there even, you know, what are we dealing with here? Are we dealing with 200 parts, you know, a thousand parts? I don't know, but it sure is a lot more than it seems. These are like the spiritual objects within the natural object. So one natural thing, or 25, nat one, one natural thing contains with it tons of spiritual things. But if you go even deeper, if you go past this level and you really look deep, you're seeing that even this one little muscle right here, is actually just myriads of muscle cells that all fire together and all, even if you look deeper, have their own organelles. So there are so many of these little cellular things. And each cell, you know, is, is functioning even more complexly than if you just step back and look at a muscle, because a muscle is just fire, contra or contract, release, contract, release. But each of these cells is doing all these things and exchanging molecules and has organelles and replicating DNA. And there's so much going on in there. That makes total sense. And it's one of the coolest things about life. So why wouldn't that extend to the spiritual side of life? Come on. Each and every representation. Okay, so we're back to representations, these things that like, like the fire, I separate for now my ventures into connecting it to like a physical fire. In the world. I don't know. There's these things in the spiritual world called representations that appear to angels as this like educating almost technology. And I don't know if they're like, it, you know, as we're exploring this week in, in our shows, equivalent to technology that we're using here. Somehow these things are out and they're appearing each and every representation that appears to angels that they can see on their own layers involves attributes of the Lord's kingdom, which involve attributes of the Lord himself. Inhabitants of the first heaven see within their representations the kinds of things that exist in a deeper realm of the kingdom, within which they see those that exist in a still deeper realm. In this way, they see those that represent the Lord, but distantly. Inhabitants of the second heaven see within their representations the kinds of things that exist in the deepest realm of the kingdom, within which they see those that represent the Lord more directly, but inhabitants of the third heaven see the Lord himself. There you go. We may feel like, look, where's God? Where's God in this? You just see the chaos of life, right? This stuff all represents the chaos of life. Where is God? Right there. Right there, but four levels deep. Because we're on the natural, then it goes spiritual. I mean, then it goes sort of natural, spiritual, then spiritual, then heavenly, and then you're seeing God. Who's there? It's just there's a lot of math, unfortunately, in between us and and it, at this point. Doesn't mean you can't get flashes of insight. It doesn't mean human race can't get to a place where we're seeing 
these na these same kind of representations or whatever. This reveals how matters stand with the word. Yeah, why is the Bible got all this imagery in it? The Lord gave the word to people and angels so that they, through it, they could be present with him. Oh, I was just talking about how hard it is to be present. Okay. So that workaround is the Bible. The word is a means of uniting earth with heaven and through heaven with the Lord. Oh, that's what it's doing. Its literal sense is what ties us to the first heaven. The literal sense holds a deep sense of treating of the Lord's kingdom, which holds a highest sense treating of the Lord. And these senses are nested within each other in order. You can see then what the union of the Lord through the word is like. I said that representations are constantly appearing in the heavens and they involve wisdom's deepest secrets. The ones that people on earth are able to see in the word's literal meaning are as meager by comparison as the water of the ocean is to the water of a tiny pond. So we're just getting a little tip. But wait a second. My whole example back here with the fire. Okay, I don't know if when we see a fire here, that moves back into these spiritual worlds and things. But guess what? Guess what we do know? The Bible does. That when we are engaging with the outer text and these stories and these correspondences, that absolutely does connect us directly to this inner spiritual meaning, which is more living and fire-like, which then these angels see here and these angels see here. This thing, this is why the Bible is sacred and why it's important. It's because it does this connecting. That that is our way to plug in right now to heaven. And that's the news from heaven. So a couple of things there. You know, we got a connection through a sacred text. We've got this cool layered life that's waiting out there. And just want to say that it is also true that all objects, people used to get what we now get out of the Bible just from nature. Swedenborg asserts that many, many times. So there's a connection waiting to happen out there. The worlds are linked. Angels are really seeing deep stuff. And then all that the angels and God want to do is help you. So just let that sink in. Hopefully it does something for you and comes out in your week in a, a good way. Let us know in the comments, you know, does it do anything? Does it work? How does it work? And how can we help the next person with it? otle.cosvox.com. You think these shows pay for themselves? They don't. You guys pay for them. <laughs> thank you very much for doing so. Please support us. It, it means the world. And um, thank you for walking through this and probing the mysteries of life. We got to, I mean, eventually we got to be getting these, like, just like people are studying the planets and the body and everything cool. We got to know the spiritual world. We got to know how life is there because I'm tired of being isolated from it. Let's uh, get that reconnection going. Thanks for hanging out.